Check. Hey, hey. Once upon a time, there was a frog. His name was Jeffrey. He was a pretty cool frog, but I don't like frogs. That checks out. All right, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it, folks. That's all you needed. That's all all you're getting. Oh, man. Go ahead and roll it. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. And uh, got resident Cole up in the house. What it do? What it do? How fair thee? Oh, we would do a whole episode talking proper. Good old King James English. Mm. <laughs> uh, I could, my brain would fart. <laughs> I would get... There would be a whole lot of awkward pauses while I figured out what's betwixt me. <laughs> ah, welcome to another episode of the Scroll of Betwixt the Palms. <laughs> I miss that. That Galifianakis. So was it? Yeah, you know, well, you remember you said that you were gonna like set up that thing or whatever. And I oh was like, yeah. Oh, you need the to get council. Two, you need to get two things and put them on the sides and like you know just for shits and giggles. But people who knew would be like, hey, and not even mention it. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just let it roll. Yeah. Start bringing in furniture. Next thing you know, I brought in a bed. What do you do? I live here. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Um, the green room does have a shower, doesn't it? Yes, this is my living room, actually. Yeah, and I appreciate the free toilet paper in the downstairs bathroom. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was thinking, like, uh, we were talking about, you know, spooky season coming in. I was thinking maybe the weekend before Halloween is, uh, like, maybe doing a live podcast on that stage. And, like, whoever was on that episode... Like, we would go in four hours of makeup and, like, to where make ourselves unrecognizable. Yeah. And, like, you know, maybe a zombie, some vampire, <laughs> whatever else. And, like, uh, maybe get a fog machine, turn that thing on just about five hours before, and the whole room is just full. And then open the room up, let people in, and do a spooky show. <laughs> Dude, we need a... Need to see if I still have like contacts in MUW and like go to the fourth floor of Columbus Hall. What's up there? Is it haunted or something? Oh, bro, super haunted. Like, it is literally like no joke. Like, I have not had like a lot of experiences, but the one experience, the one, one, one of the ones that I can recall <laughs> is working there and like an elevator, it goes to the fourth floor, but like you can't go to the fourth floor in the elevator, right? Like, if you go in the elevator, at least from my my experience, you hit the four button and eight. It's not gonna go right. The doors are locked. The doors are locked on purpose. Like they've condemned that whole floor, right? Like the fourth of the Columbus Hall or whatever. And um, so, anyways, from the third floor and below, they're still full of students, like residents. I mean, and, and the dorms are. I mean, and they're you know they're decent. I mean, like you know they're not like complete like trash. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, which that's one of the oldest buildings. That's one of the, the main buildings, right? So that's one of the oldest halls. So anyways, uh, I had to walk in there one night, and I was going through the halls. And I was on the third floor, and it was like, 
I don't know, like two in the morning. You know, I don't know. I mm-hmm. was working, you know, midnight shift. So, and I hear what sounds like footsteps up all, above you. above my head. You know, and I didn't think anything of it at the time because I was like, you know, whatever. Resident Hall, dude. Bro, somebody's up there. No, 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 no. I was honestly, I didn't even really put too much thought into the fact that that floor was like condensed or whatever it is it's like blocked off or prohibitado whatever so i uh i like got to talk to somebody about it and i was like yeah there's somebody up there digging around on the fourth floor and they're like what that's like yeah they're like uh that's not a thing they're like (laughs) they're like uh yeah they shouldn't be and then i got to thinking about it after i was told that and there's literally no access up there only way you can get up there is by like the doors, mm-hmm. and the doors stay locked, and like we were the only ones with the key. I mean, like you know, there's some of those other buildings they've got like crawl spaces, and they've got like fire escapes and stuff like that that you could probably like wiggle your way in through here and there. But like for the most part, that it that that old building, nope, it's doors and doors only, right? But yeah, straight up, like straight up, like like somebody was just walking down the hall. Well, shout out to the bearded pawpaw, dude. Like, that that took me back right there. It was one of the first, well, shoot, probably like in the teens or 20s when we had uh, our ghost hunting friend on. Yeah. Uh, Shout out. Shout out to you if you're out there, bud. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, that's something, you know, that's something we talked about for a long time, just never got to, and and the thing about it is, it's like, that's that's like a few blocks, that's like a couple blocks away. You know, we could walk there. Yeah. And I mean, I used to do it all the time. Just when I worked there, just like walk around. But you know, like Mississippi State campus, there's some there's some buildings that are supposedly haunted there. Um there is that place I was telling you about that one time, like way out down Skinner Road or yeah, yeah, down Skinner Road. Like if you go all the way to in Octoc mm-hmm. and you know, take that left, mm-hmm. you go all the way down to the end. There's a road that kind of veers. If you stay on Skinner, it kind of splits off to the left. Mm-hmm. Well, you just hang right like you're going back towards Knoxby County. Yeah. Uh, there's towards like, the refuge. There's Well, it doesn't go back to the refuge. It goes into Knoxby County. I'm sure if it, you, I'm sure if there's a road that leads back towards the refuge, you'll probably get back. Oh, but this yeah, one okay. goes like back that way. But it eventually it leads you back to actually back to Lowndes. But... Uh, there's this like little community right there, small little community, and there's like this little community center thing, like spot, and that was where me and Johnny saw that black figure. Oh, yeah. This, you ain't talking about the Crawford community. Mm-mm. No, this is a different, so smaller, smaller go, than Crawford. Yeah, dog. Oh, it's not even a community. It's like a. So it's like if you drive all the way down to the end of Octop, mm-hmm. you got that T. You can go right or left. You go mm-hmm. right, you go in the refuge. You go left, you go down Skinner Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And take Skinner. You all the way down. Well, Skinner is going to veer left, right, and it continues into Skinner, and it's going to turn back into. Uh, it's going to turn like back into like Robinson Road and like that area, or whatever, right? It's going to bring you back into the Octop community. I know exactly. Sesums, it's going to bring you back into Sesame's Road. Yep. Sesame Circle. Yep. But if you veer to the right, you're going to keep going down and down and down, and it's like. It's like this triangle shaped. It looks like a mound. It kind of looks like an Indian mound, just to be honest. Could be, and it could be. But anyway, so the road veers like this way, and then there's the road continues like this, and then 
there's a small road that connects that little spot together, and it forms a triangle. Well, I didn't notice this at first, but it's like, you know, this landmass triangle, whatever. And uh, at the point of the triangle, there's a pine tree growing. At, literally at the point of the triangle, on all three points of the triangle, there is a pine tree. In the center, there's a light, well, not really center, but there's a light pole there. Um, and then there's a stone bench. Next to that stone bench is a well um, with a water false uh, spigot on it. And um, and then, of course, on one side there's a couple of trees growing. But um, anyways, it's got a sign right there that says it's dated back into 18-whatever, blah, 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 blah. And, um, and it's something community something. I, I, I mean, literally, we're gonna have to go out there and look at it. But I mean, it. But totally it's so, down, dude. Like when we lived at twenty one, I would ride those dirt roads all the time. Yeah. I bet I went past this thing. So and my dumbass like, oh, look at that. <laughs> I was going. I was like wondering what it was. So I get out one night. No, no, I'm sitting in my vehicle one night, and and you know where I'm talking about is like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like the closest house was maybe half mile away from me where I was. Mm -hmm. There's no traffic, right? If it is, it's literally like maybe one time a day right. that there's another vehicle passing on. So I'm sitting there and I'm in my unit and I'm just sitting there chilling. And next thing you know, like it was like a flashlight. It was like a LED, like kind of like a bluish, you know, white light shined towards my patrol car. And I'm looking in the rearview mirror thinking to myself, like, who is, you know, who's shining me with the light? And I look, and I can see, like, you know, the circular shape of the beam of the light. So I'm thinking, okay, somebody's screwing with me. So I ended up getting a call. So naturally, I turned around and went back that way, and I cut on my lights and my spotlight and everything else. And I'm looking out there, and there's nothing. There's no cars. There's no tracks. There's nothing. I'm thinking, hmm. All right, whatever. Maybe it was somebody, because, you know, it's a bunch of farmland out there. Maybe somebody thinking somebody's out here trying to, you know. Mess with something. Mess with cows or something like that. Whatever. Well, I go to this call, and I drive all the way back to, you know, Starville proper. You know, I get up there, and I'm just, like, sitting there. And I, Johnny's like, what's up, dude? I was like, dude, I got to go back out there. Something's bothering me. Like, there was nobody out there. Or somebody is out there, and I'm. I want to know who's out there shining a light at me at 2 o'clock in the morning. It's a daggum Bigfoot, and she's still a hide-and-seek champion. You know? So, dude, I go out there, and I swear to you, dude, I get Johnny to go out there with me, right? <clears throat> and I tell him about this whole flashlight situation or whatever. Well, we park, and we get out here, and we What's come. his attitude towards it? Is he calling, like, your bluff? Or he's like, ah, oh, man. No, he's down. I mean, but he's a he's a huge, like, devout Christian he like, he like believer. Oh. Yeah, so he's, like, not, like, into, you know, nope, mm, mm So, but I'm not thinking that. I'm literally thinking this is a human being mm -hmm. with a flashlight, right? So, we get out here, and we get to exploring this little, like, little mound area, and I'm over there by the, uh, by the, like, the little, the little concrete slab that's, like, a, like, a sitting, like, a little bench, and I'm looking at the well, and there's these two trees right here, mm -hmm. and we look, and I swear to God, and I, what caught my attention was... I noticed that there were no, like, moths or bats flying around the light, right? Mm -hmm. Which I kind of thought was weird. And that's what kind of drew my uh, attention away from what I was looking at at the time. And as I looked away from the light and looked down, 
And Johnny, I didn't know it, but he was looking at the same thing that I was looking at. I, I can call him right now, and he will say, yeah, I saw it too. But we saw both of us with both like both of us standing side by side, um, the silhouette of a of a person mm-hmm. standing to the right of this tree, looking right at us, like, and it was just black, you know, just like a silhouette of a person looking, and like they, it was kind of like they leaned out and peeked behind the tree, and then we were like, <gasps> you know, look, mm. it peek back behind the tree so we shine our lights dude and there's nothing there dude, i instantly get like cold cheers and hibbity-jibbities and i'm like johnny's like no nah, it's somebody i'm like no it ain't it's it's something like you know me of course you know we're, we're kind of we're, we got conflicted mindsets at that point in time right like he's like no nah. i'm like yeah so we go and look around right like you know and it's nothing there's no footprints there's no nothing there ain't no nothing i'm like bro you 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 saw what i saw he was like yeah, I did. I was like, whoa, whoa, we just had an experience. Like, you just saw what I saw for real? He was like, dude, I swear. And he's like, I don't know what I saw, but I saw. But I, saw. I was like, I thought that was the craziest thing ever. Man, when we were teenagers, you know, in Columbus, the, the thing to do was go down Three-Legged Lady Road. Yep. And so we did, and we parked in that little curve, you know, and to the left, supposedly, was where the old burnt-down church is. And then, you know, it's kind of like saying, uh, what was the, say, Bloody Mary in the mirror three times, and mm-hmm. boom, she'll appear, or whatever else. And, like, there's four of us, dude, and we're, we just left the the movie theater. We was, like, just a couple of teenagers wanting to get our kicks in. So we're out there walking around, you know, you hear a twig snap, and... It's no longer. It's like running from a grizzly bear. It's no longer about uh, teamwork. It's like I just got to be faster than you, dog. And uh, well, we all get back to the truck. We're freaking out. But here's the the funny and scary part. We're hauling ass, getting out of three legged lady, trying to get back to civilization. Mm-hmm. And this, we met a vehicle, and it it kind of blocked the way for us. And then the dude gets out. It's this old, like, redneck-looking dude. And uh turns out, dude, he, I think he was tweaking, but uh, he was like, any of y'all want some head? It's like, can't say I do. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> no. Nah, uh, but in, so, like, instead of, like, being scared of three-legged lady, we were scared of a meth addict who was wanting to give us some head. This episode of Porch Talk is brought to you by our brand-new sponsor, Caldera Lab. If you go to calderalab.com slash porch uh, at checkout, you can use promo code porch and save 20% off your total purchase order. A little bit about Caldera Lab. It was clinically tested to work on dry, normal, and oily skin. Nine out of ten men who tried this product continue to do so, and they could tell a difference uh, with their skin. Uh, There's an improvement in the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, elasticity, dark spots, skin tone, and more. It really helped me out with the crow's feet and the wrinkles on my forehead. I have been using the good for about a week now, and they also uh, sent me the clean slate icon and the base layer. And uh, I've never really been into skincare products. I was excited to give Caldera Lab a shot, and I'm glad I did. And so as you get a little bit older like myself, um, maybe you would like to give these skincare products a try for your face. And 
maybe you'll tell a difference just like I am. Uh, I'm 32, but I'm currently looking about 23. So uh, look out for me. Once again, if you go to calderalab.com slash porch, use promo code porch, and you'll save 20% off of your purchase order. Back to the show. Did you ever hear about Monkey Man down in Reform? Monkey Man? Yeah. Boy, does I guess everywhere just has a story. Bruh, this is a real story. This is true. Like, Monkey Man was a real man. I never saw his face, but Monkey Man was a real man. But anyways, like, there's... I can't tell you how to go. I can just tell you what the house before you get to his house looks like. And it's literally got, like, a little cutout, uh, a wooden cutout of, like, a kid swinging that's hanging up in a tree. And I know that once you pass that, like, you're about to pull up on his trailer. But his trailer, anybody would know his trailer because he's got like hundreds of like refrigerators and uh, deep freezers like all laying out there. And the whole thing was growing up that he had like bodies out there in them. That was the whole, of course, that was yeah. the whole thing, right? Now, turns out the guy is a obviously mental, probably some type of deformity. I wouldn't be surprised some type of incest or anything like that. But my cousin, Trey Reese would take a plate of food out there to him. So that's when we kind of found out, like, oh, like, stop messing with Monkey Man. He's kind of, like, bad off. But, like, before that, you know, it was kind of like Sandlot, right? Like, the, over the fence, like the beast, yeah. like, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so one night, two, so two nights in particular, three nights in particular, one I was not there for, but two that I was there for had an interaction with Monkey Man. Now, Monkey Man is this... Lonely old fella that's, like I said, obviously mental, some type of mental disability, and, you know, deformed, whether that be from accident or from birth, whatever the case may be. Nobody knows his backstory. Nobody knows anything about him. All we know is that if you go down there, you'll piss him off, right? And that his yard is full of bodies, right? Like, that's the whole gist of it, right? Like Where did the, the whole... nickname Monkey Man come from? Was it because of the way he looked? I, I think so. I think that's what I think honestly uh, that's what it was, and I don't know. Think it was because of like you know like hairy or anything like that. I just think it was, and maybe it was because the way he behaved. Because like, dude, like one night, you think he like walk on his knuckles and things? Maybe. Um, the one night that I saw him, or I didn't see him, the one night that I saw him, I scared the shit out of me, dude. I will never forget. My brother had a '96 Z71. It was green. Everybody used to know Matt's truck. Uh, had them flow mashers on it, dude. We just wah, la, 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 riding all around. So one day, me, him, and it was like these two girls at the time, and we were riding around. And of course, you know, like, you know, me and all my brothers were three years apart. So I was like 16. Matt's like, you know, like 1920. I might have been 17. I don't know. It was somewhere around in there. I was like 15, 16. And we're riding around, and, um, I was sitting on the uh, where the window rose down. I was sitting like on the on the door, like oh, with yeah. my ass hanging out the window. Oh yeah! And uh, we're riding through, and You're literally dude, showing your ass. Yes, we pull up to pass Monkey Man's house, and is it like a dead end too? Oh yeah! So you go down there, yeah, and you, you got to turn, turn around. around, yeah. And I'm sitting on the outside, and I'm trying to get back in the truck. And they're like, no, 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 they keep pushing me out. Well, I turn around and look. At this point, I ain't never seen this man. I just It was always just a, a tail, you know? Mm-hmm. I look out, dude, and I see a cherry from a cigarette just go... And he flung it. And I was like... 
go, go, go. <laughs> started smacking the truck. My brother floored it. Next thing you know, all I saw was like an arm with like a bat, like swing at the front of the truck. And we floored it out of there. Matt had a, uh, had a Camaro. And uh, they went in there one night. And uh, him and like some of his buddies, they had these, uh, they had some oranges and they threw it at the house. And of course, it hit the side of that house and it'd go, blah, yeah. really loud as crap. Well, when they got to the dead end, they turned around, dude, he done took like a bunch of lawn chairs and stretched them across the road and made like a barricade. Yes. Came out there with a baseball bat and started beating the hood of Matt's Camaro. Oh yes, sir, dude. Yeah, they they spun tires and flew out of there. You know, wasn't like it, but uh, there was that, and then um, and then eventually, um, he ended up getting two dogs. He ended up getting two dogs that he had chained. Damn, y'all was just giving this guy hell. I'm just saying, you know, that's that's you know people, <laughs> you know, people people don't understand. That's the South for you. Like we create our own entertainment. That's true. Yeah, I mean, man, especially like small towns like that. You know? Yeah, totally, dude. Like, did I ever tell you any of the stories that, like my dad and them did like growing up? I don't know, but I'll, t- I'll tell you this one, one real quick, and then you can share that. But uh, at the uh, at the Kennedy Park where the old schoolhouse is, it's no longer in use, but uh, you can rent that thing. I might rent that and do an event out there and from that place, but. Uh, I would take my truck and, uh, you know, teenagers and uh, drinking involved. I'd have, I had a girl with me, and so I was like, check this out. I pulled out there on that baseball field, and I started running the bases. You know, and next thing you know, the uh, sheriff at the time, dude, it was uh, Sheriff Golden. Uh, happy birthday in heaven, buddy. But, uh, you know, blue lights coming she's freaking out it's like my dad is gonna kill us yeah he doesn't even know that uh that i'm with you i'm not i'm supposed to be at home you know and uh, i was like it's fine it's golden all you gotta do is get on the dirt road and you'll you'll lose his ass so dude i come out of that field hopped up on the highway hit the quickest dirt road well turns out it wasn't golden (laughs) it was old rodney jones and rodney couldn't drive and uh so dude like uh hanging them curves moving 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 she's freaking out slow down slow down slow down and i was like i think that's rodney i think it's rodney and so uh man i get to this long straight he's still right on me and i just pull over i was like it's over and uh you know he comes rushing up to the car God, Alan, what are you doing? And I was like, man, just having a little fun. He's like, man, you got to cut that out. And he's like, was that you that did it last weekend? I was like, and the weekend before? And the weekend before? He's like, well, that's you. That's why I'm here. <laughs> like, people are tired of fixing it. So, uh, man, just, yeah. But like you said, creating your own entertainment. And it was small towns, man. If you had a four-wheeler or side-by-side or whatever else, man, you were you were going to be raising hell and causing the local farmers a bunch of grief. Yeah. Or, you know, like Monkey Man or whomever else. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we had our local haunts. You know, we had our bridges. Yeah, dude, uh, we had a, we called it Three Bridge Road. And, yeah. and the middle bridge was, and it actually did happen. I mean, it turns out it was just a bunch of emo kids. They mm-hmm. they would kill uh, cats 
and uh, write things on the bridge and cat blood. Mm. And, uh, you know, it don't take long for a rumor to go to where they're devil worshipers. Yeah. And they're underneath the bridge sacrificing cats or, you know, goats or whatever else. So, yeah, and you, you make up these these legends and stories and you know to pass down to scare people and then next thing you know you got them in the car with you but you're gonna try to make them piss their pants well dude like you know when we're talking about our community you know we're talking about pickens county lamar county you know this little bit of Lowndes county like we're talking about this area and like it didn't just like it didn't just happen you know like when we came around like i was saying like my dad and them like when they were in high school like there was one time my dad was telling us a story like you know, Coal Fire Creek Bridge, mm-hmm. right? If you're going from like Macedonia to Carrollton, you mm-hmm. know, Coal Fire Creek right there. Um, they went to this uh this thrift store that was closing down and took this mannequin. Oh boy. And they hung the mannequin. They put a dress on it and everything and they hung the mannequin from a tree and stood it on the side of the bridge. And when cars would come by they would snatch that fucking mannequin off the bridge and it would look like somebody jumped out of the bridge. They did that, and then they did like what they do. They did, uh, they did one where they they dressed her up in different, and they flew around the bridge, scared the crap out of folks. Uh, my dad, it's kind of funny that he did this, but he's he won't admit it, but he's terrified of werewolves. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yep, yep. I know, right? Like, hmm. it's like, come on, like. People are scared of like irrational things. Yeah, but it like, was uh dude like just in our little area part of the country, dude. When I watched that uh, first Jeep of Creepers, like as far as like supernatural things to be afraid, I was I was deeply troubled by that thing, especially cornfields at night. I was like, if that mofo shows up, I am toast. But yeah, werewolves. That's I mean, he, like, it, like to the effect where he would maybe try to keep a silver bullet or something. Dude, I don't think that, but, like, you know, like, you know, like, we used to have uh, wild dogs, like, in our area, and, like, loose-ass, mangy, rabid dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I don't know, dude, I, I, I remember, like, it was yesterday, but he got out there deer hunting one night, and you know how it is, like, you know, you wait until... The sun goes down and it's like pitch black dark and you're walking on your way back out of there and like sometimes it depends on who you are you're one of those people that when you get in the dark you light up the world but like a lot of us for the most of us we want to try to keep it as peaceful as possible so for multiple reasons like one we're not trying to get checked by the game warden so we're not trying to light up the world two we're not trying to disturb anything we're trying to be as quiet as possible on our way in and way out Mm -hmm. number three like you know I mean, if even if even if it is on your land, you're still not trying to like broadcast like where you're hunting at and everything else. So, um, I uh, I'll never forget we were sitting in the house and it was you know it was pretty late and we're sitting here looking around and my dad like came running up to the house you know he's like he had like his shirt was all like torn up and like blood on his arms and we're like what happened? He got like attacked by a pack of wild dogs walking out of the tree stand one night swear to god but and i'm not saying this. that's like his worst nightmare all right yes yes a hundred percent but to go back on the the thing that i thought was funny was they bought this werewolf mask and would get over there on the ladder on the side of coal fire creek and would hang on and wait till a car comes by and 
peek out. Peek their head out. But I mean, you know, like, dude, I'm so ready for that stuff, man. I'm ready for. I'm ready for. I'm. I'm, I'm ready for. Dude, I will say this. There has been in the past what three four years. You know, I've been thinking I've been ready, but dude, brother, this summer or this whatever we're in mid season has been hot. I'm mm. ready for fall. I'm ready for football. I'm ready for scary stuff. I'm ready for everything. That's like, my favorite time of the year. Oh, dude. dude, mine too. Like this, you know, this coming weekend we got opening uh, football season. Then next thing you know, you get that. What was it? It's just something in the air that lets you know falls here. And then in about, you know, we have a two week fall. Then winter hits, and then you start. You got Halloween. You got Thanksgiving. You got Christmas. It's it's just the best time of the year, dude. I totally, totally with that, and it and it starts this weekend. Yeah, dude. I mean, like the thing is, is as the first thing that I started noticing was the, the the leaves changing colors. If anybody wants to know or wants to get themselves prepared for whatever season's coming up, just go to your local Hobby Lobby. Yeah, they're already ready. They are ready. Like on the when you first walk into Hobby Lobby on the left, everybody's like, "Why do you go to Hobby Lobby, Cole?" Well, you know what? I'm a I'm a hobbyist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude. Uh, Hobby Lobby will give it away, but you know that was the first thing. You know, like the the leaves falling on the ground and everything else. But then you know, like uh, you know, all the coffee places are out with their pumpkin spice lattes. And the other day, someone told me the other day they were like, "Don't knock it until you try it." So. I think I might try it this year. To each their own, you know. To each their own. But, hey. Everybody's got what they like. I'm just saying, tis the season, you know. It's fall, so get in the fall spirit. But, dude, I'm I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready. You know, I think, I think we did it last year, but I don't know if we really, like, did it a lot. But, like, this year, for sure, horror movie marathon, like, a lot. Oh yeah, dude! Like uh, me, Cobb, Danny Webb, Big John will get in on the action. But uh, for the whole month of October, every day, watching a horror film, it's getting in the spirit of it. And uh, Cobb will do like overtime. It'll be done like it'll be like the twentieth of October, and he's already watched like thirty some odd horror films and all this and that. And man, he's just real good about it because you know, like. Uh, which I think the, the Terrifiers, there's a one and a two now. Uh, but those indie kind of horror films that do just incredibly screwed up things, like that whole genre is beginning to blow up. And, man, it, it's becoming like a year-round you know, a year -round thing where you got some pretty decent horror flicks all the time. And they're new, and they're like very creative ideas. Yeah, it's like, not. I mean, it's not just. But like, I do like the franchise. You know, like your Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth. Corny is all get out. Yep, the last this last Halloween. You know, it was like kind of. It just. It put it to bed. That's all I got to say. It put it to bed. No matter how nerdy it was, but there's been some stuff that's came out like recently. You know which one that I thought was kind of neat, and it and it may kind of be crappy. But did you ever watch Grim Cuddy? Never heard of that. All right, so Grim Cuddy 
took advantage of what was going on at that current time and stayed. It came out last year, but it took advantage of like what was going on. So it like took advantage of like how uh, you remember how we had the Momo thing that was going around. The Momo, like the kids were watching their videos on YouTube and stuff, and Momo would pop up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So and but basically, you know how like social media trends, how they take over. So this this horror film basically took advantage of that. And it ended up being pretty good, but it was talk. Basically, it was like a dude. It was like a. It was like a uh, talking about just like how much how how much social media affects people's lives, and they made a horror film about of it, and it, to the point to where basically these people were doing these stunts and stuff for like. Doing like the Grim Cuddy challenge, and like there was a actual whatever spirit, whatever that was actually killing people or causing them to commit suicide or whatever. I, I gotta go back and watch it, but anyways, it was kind of cheesy, but it was good. And it like took something like that. I'm ready to see this one that, uh, oh, what's it called? Um, the one, uh, it's a uh, oh, it's like ask me or something, but it's the hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's like uh, you know, it'll it'll grip you. Then the next, it's like dragging you to hell or whatever yeah. else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know the one you're talking about. Whew. Yeah, that'll be. A... I can't. Um, but anyways, that looks like it's a good one because that's that's wild. Dude. Those uh, it, it's incredible. Like some of the things that Hollywood actually depicts, and it gets it fairly close. I mean, I'll probably sit it on here. At ad nauseum, but uh, those Exorcist films. Oh, there's a new one coming out. Yeah. yeah. So are they, I think are, so. Are they revamping? Are they basically? I don't get me going, dude. Probably, you know, I mean, like they do of every Exorcist, is just give us a brand new uh, Catholic priest and give us a brand new possessed girl, and uh, we'll have another round at it. But uh, you know, I I interviewed someone who performs exorcisms, and then the following weekend. I went over to his house, mm-hmm. and he was like, uh, you know, he wanted to show me some game footage, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got over to his house, and he said, man, as it turns out, um, I'm taking two phone calls over Zoom, and we're going to exercise demons over the Internet. And I was like, are you for real? Like, I, I've podcasted over the Internet, but, I, like, you, you're going to exercise a demon through the Internet? And he's like, oh, yeah, we've done it. And uh, he was like, so the way it works, what I want you to do is, um, you know, I will let them know you're in the room with me, but uh, you don't have to, you're not going to be on camera. Like, I'm not going to lie to them and say there's no one else in the room because they have the freedom to know that, Mm -hmm. and they should know it. Yeah. But I don't want you in the camera shot. I was like, that's fine. Yeah, sure. And... uh, both of these ladies of West Coast, by the way, like uh, Oregon, Washington State area, uh, he exercised a demon out of each of them over Zoom. And, like, all that stuff you see, like, with the eyes and with the deep voice and, like, um, and finding out its name. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the demon will start talking shit to you. Like, all of that tit for tat. Tit for tat, dude. At any point in time when you were doing that, did it ever call you out? Did it ever say anything about 
you know, did it ever make any reference of Not, you? Mm-mm. Oh, that would have been fucking wild. That was a that was a reason why, like, uh, like he wanted me out of the shot. But dude, like the whole time it's going down, like I mean, and the the lady knows I'm there, so obviously the the demon does too. But uh, like you know, the whole time it's it's a power play, and uh, you know, depending on which uh, the first one of which I don't really like calling them by name, but uh, the first one she was a lady from the Philippines, and uh, I'm not gonna call it by name, but you could Google it if you wanted to. Uh, it was a water demon, and uh, Philippines is on an island, mm-hmm. and so there was a. They did a lot of sacrifice to water demons, and it was an ancestral thing that her whole bloodline was tarnished by this demon, and uh, like he, he broke a, I think he said like a, a eight generation curse that had been on this family because of that demon, and the other one was a very famous one that you've probably heard of, Legion. Yeah. And there were many. Yeah. And, uh, dude, it was, we talk about chill bumps and your hair standing up and, yeah, dude, like I was just waiting at any moment. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. For that, you know, that thing that, like you said, like call me out and be like, no, you can leave me out of this. I'm just uh, I'm just observing, you know. So uh, wild times, man. But that's that's one thing that uh, Hollywood does portray correctly. And shoot, dude, uh, like when I when I get around people that I don't know, you know, call it a vibe or energy or whatever you want to call it. But if I get any kind of sense about somebody, I don't know what it is, but I, that's probably got something to do with it. I don't. Mm-mm, don't want to be around it. Well, you know, like, I've people have different theories, right? Like, you have the theory that there are people out there that are, um, for better or worse, sensitive to certain energies or certain things or whatever. And then you got people that believe that it's not that there are those people, but then there are people that are touched, which could be kind of confused for the people that are sensitive. Then you got people that believe that um, you got your near-death experience people that uh, supposedly, after having a near-death experience, uh, uh, they uh, witness some things. So there's all these different theories everywhere about. Um, I mean, it goes back to your story about the the figure. You know, yeah, like and all, I mean all, all these all these different things. I, and, I believe they're all real. And every single I can literally I can I can I can put myself in every one of those categories. Yeah, I've had a near death experience. I have uh, 
I don't. Well, okay. I, I don't think I'm. Uh, I don't think I've been touched. But then again, my near death experience could be that, right? Depending on how you think about it, could be. It could be. You know, it. Could, you know, the fact that I didn't die, I could, I was saved by what? By divinity. You know, like those those stories are insane, dude. And like, what's crazy is like those near death experiences. Let's say like they did in fact die and were brought back. They all like they all report the same thing of what they saw. You know, it is that light at the end of the tunnel thing, and then, like, uh, and then on the inverse, like, I, I've heard a couple of stories to where they were reporting hellfire, and it was hot. Dude, um, it's insane. And I, you know, I don't know, you know, maybe they're full of shit. You remember there was a, like, there was a little boy who had a near-death experience. I think he died and was brought back, and they ended up, like, his parents, uh, it was a money cow. He wrote the book, uh, Heaven is for Real. I mean, I think the like no offense to that kid, he's probably not a kid anymore. So, like ten years ago, but I thought he was full of shit. You know, it was just a money grab. But, yeah. Um, who knows, man? Like, uh, well, you know, like me, like I'm not afraid to talk about mine. Like mine, the most two significant things that I remember from my experience was, um. Uh, what I guess would be categorized as like people saying that they see their life flash before their eyes. Um, and my experience, what it seemed, what it felt, what it felt like to me was like either like a somebody like a stack of playing cards, like like that, or like a the shutter of like a film, like on a movie projector or something. You know, like oh yeah, like so. So basically, what it was is it was like. A thousand images, like just rushing through my mind, uh, like all at one time. It was like, was it a pretty good film? Um, and then all of a sudden, it would stop. It would stop on a particular moment. So the first moment it stopped on was, I was little, and it was me and my Mitch and Matt, and we were with my dad, and we were at Coalfire Creek Bridge, and we were walking through the woods, and Daddy was like, "All right, little Bubbles, what kind of tree is this?" And and the next thing you know, like. I'm looking up at the tree and we're doing and all of a sudden it spins over again and then it was me uh, when I was graduating boot camp I had my hand out and my drill instructor was putting my evil bub and anchor in my hand and then it was you know it that was that was my experience and like I get my, I'm feeling my chill bumps come back from sin but that was my experience I saw that and then um, you yeah, know uh, that was I mean it was very bright there was a bright light, but I don't ever... But, I mean, it was just like, uh, man, you know, uh, I don't know. Some people know they're dying. I didn't know I was dying. I had to come to grips with the fact that I was dying, right? Like, I had to just tell myself, I'm dying, because I had no idea what was happening to me. I think that's rare you get that kind of thing, dude, because, like, a lot of times, you know, you know, life come at you fast, uh, death will come at you fast too, but like if you like, that's got to be a weird moment to where, all right, I guess this is it. Yep. <laughs> Couldn't imagine, man. But uh, I mean, just back to the lighter notes. Uh, yeah, dude, this time of the year, like, like you said, pumpkin spice. This time of the year's got a flavor about it. Uh, college football, Halloween. I'm I'm here for it, man. I, I, and I'm like you, dude. I'm tired of sweating my balls off. Oh, dude, it's been hot. And then you know what the bad thing was? It was supposed to be in like the 80s this week, and 
it somehow got up to 93. It it did feel good though. I was walking Jasper around downtown, and um, and it did feel good. But yeah, man, I'm 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 excited. I still want to go to Salem, Massachusetts. I've been wanting to go. I've been telling Brandon and Turk like, "Yo, let's go." And they're they're supposedly down, but like I've been wanting to go to Salem forever, for more reasons than one. Right? Like one, all the Halloween, <laughs> all the Halloween Town movies, Salem. Uh, all the but, Hubie Halloween. Yeah, Hubie Hot Salem. <laughs> right? Like, but at the same time, like you know, you're talking about the original witch trials, Blair Witch Project. Yeah. But I mean, like. Dude, it's Salem, Massachusetts. I, th- I bet a stick in the air, dude. That time uh, of year has to be. Look, Salem, Massachusetts is the Halloween as Panama City is to spring break. Like, Shit. dude, they go. They have a whole. The whole month of October is nothing but festivals and parades. And dude, the Salem. Have you ever seen Salem's police department's patch? Mm-mm. It's a witch riding a broom across the moon. That's pretty dope. That is pretty dope. Honestly, like, I really would probably live there, honestly. Like, I mean, just, <laughs> dude, it'd be crazy, bro. Like, you know, like, I was talking to, I was talking to, about this last night, and I was like, what's, like, one of your, like, iconic, you know, classic just stories when it comes to this type of, this time of year? Like, what is your, like... You know, is it the the Frankenstein? Is it the werewolf? Is it the this? Is mine forever and always always will be uh, the story, the Sleepy Hollow, Ichabod Crane, that whole that just that whole story. That is my headless number one. horseman, headless horseman, man. And for Tim Burton killed it, bro. I mean, that was my favorite adaptation. And I watch, I've seen pretty much every adaptation of that movie, uh, animated or not, like. Um, I've seen them all, and dude, I'm telling you, like, Tim Burton killed it, Sleepy Hollow, still one of my number one favorite movies of all time. Hell yeah, dude. But, like, I, that setting, man, I love that setting, and when I think about places like that, like, I just think about that, which of course, you know, like, Tim Burton films, it's always, like, gray and gloomy, but, not necessarily gray and gloomy, but you know that, that time. It's got a vibe about it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, like I think in that genre, like when you think about those those stories, uh, you ever think like, like I love vampires, like that's my shit. Yeah. So I always like think about Transylvania, dude. Like I wonder, like, and I'm once again, I bet we could Google, but like when you think about a werewolf or a vampire or even Frankenstein or these stories, like. I would love to know the origin story, and like we have literally been talking about this thing for hundreds of years. It's like, what made you think that that thing was a bloodsucker? Well, dude, you well, know. First off, we all know the story of Dracula. Yeah, we know that Vlad the Impaler. We know that, but at the same time, you know, I'm curious to know too, because like, you know, like the yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right, Vlad the Impaler, but like, like. This episode of Porch Talk is also sponsored by Manscaped. You can go to manscaped.com and at checkout use promo code PORCHTALK, all one word, PORCHTALK, all one word. Receive 20% off your total purchase order and get free shipping. Uh, Manscaped sent me the performance package 4.0 that comes with their beard trimmer, uh, the weed whacker, which is for... 
those unsightly ear and nose hairs, and then the lawnmower, which is for you downstairs. It also comes with the crop preserver and the crop reviver. Uh, that is for um, it's for your genitalia there, there boys. Uh, it'll keep you from, uh, if you've ever been in the south in the summer, uh, you know a little bit about how it feels down there. And those two wonderful products will uh, help you feeling cool and keep you smelling good so you don't smell like a foot. So... Go to manscaped.com, and if they are the leading company when it comes to men's grooming, they also, the performance package comes with the most comfortable pair of underwear I've ever owned. So if you have never given Manscaped a try, I highly recommend them. You can go to manscaped.com, use Porch Talk as your promo code at checkout, receive 20% off your total purchase order, and uh, man, just look at my beard. If that says anything about them. Should say it all. I got the best beard around. No doubt about it. Now, back to the show. The man, the myth, the legend, and then now it's like hundreds of years later. And yeah. like, look how, like, they got that. They got the new one. They got the, the new, yeah. The Voyage of the Demeter. Yeah. Coming out. Do you think vampires are real? I don't. Like, not in the sense that, like, on films, but, yeah, I think... All right, so let me ask you like this. All right, so, like, we've we've obviously we talked about ghosts and haunted houses. Like, do you believe in a ghost? Absolutely. All right, so in the same sense that you believe in a ghost, do you believe in a vampire? Yeah, I would say so. And what I mean by that, and I don't think, like... It's crazy, but like I don't I don't remember who the fuck it was, but I think it goes to these serial killer types. And like, you know, they have these red flags early in life to where they're pissing the bed. Uh they're committing arson. Do not pee in the bed. If this is you, <laughs> here's your early warning yeah. right now. Uh pissing the bed, committing arson, and mean the animals. Gosh. But like the uh he was on my favorite it's the only kind of true com true crime podcast I can listen to is because it's three comedians. Uh, it's called Little Stinkers, and they're like very educational. Like they're telling the real story, but they're making fun of it to a way that I can ingest it because I hate thinking about that bullshit. But like they've covered two or three people who it started with animals. Like they were they were drinking animal blood. Like they would like the first one. I wish I could remember who it was. But he was nicknamed a, like a vampire or whatever else. But like he would take rabbits live and just tear into their flesh. And then next thing you know, he was doing that to people. Yeah. You know? Dude. But he was a bedwetter. I'm just here to, I'm just here to say it now. <laughs> and if you don't believe in vampires, you're crazy. Yeah. Vampires are real. Why? Because just like, just like that kid in your kindergarten class believed he was Superman and he tried to jump off his desk and he broke his arm, right? Mm -hmm. You try to convince him. Dude, you can't do he, it. But he was in. So there are people out there that have this mentality and this, in some stories, like what you're talking about, it gets where it starts mixing in with mental illness, maybe some substance abuse, maybe... Uh, yeah, there's usually meth involved. Yeah, and right, like, what? Well, hold up. Let's talk about <laughs> zombies for a minute. When they were smoking bath salts, guess what happened? Dude ate another dude's face. 
bro. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Shout out Florida man, baby. Yeah. So, and that's what people, and not, and not, and let's not forget, right? Like we're talking about all this stuff, right? Like we're talking about, you know, like what, what, what limits that the brain can go to, right? Like you can be so crazy and so outside yourself that you can be a vampire, right? Or you can be so mentally ill that you can be, you know, whatever it is. But think about that. And think about that, how the Nazis tested people, and they did that. They locked people up into these into these rooms and drove them crazy and malnourished and made them insane and and caused them to want to kill themselves. And then, like, they did all kinds of experiments on them. They literally were trying to do the impossible. If people don't believe this, like, zomb- the, the zombies, with the zombies, but... When people think about zombies, the Nazis, they were not trying to create zombies. Nazis were trying to create a way to develop the perfect race, which was the Aryans, right? That we do know, okay? So, in order to keep a perfect race, what must you you do, right? Keep it pure. You have to keep it pure, but you have to keep it protected. So, how do you keep it protected? Right, you already have a substantial amount of military and an army, so you can't like just wipe it all out and start it all over again, right? So, what you do is you take people like the Jews and like people that you don't like, right? And you conscript them into military service. You make them their slaves. But what are you gonna do? There's some put them on the front line in the hottest spot. Exactly. But there's a couple things that you're gonna want to do though, right? This. So you're going to want to make them be able to be, you know, that's where, you know, our Captain America fanatics come in. Like, they wanted, they tried to make super soldiers. I think that's real now. Oh, it's legit. They tried to, they tried to do tests to make people have super special abilities and not necessarily to shoot webs out of their arms, but... To give them enhanced endurance, to give them enhanced awareness, enhanced speed. Um, it's called meth. Well, exactly. Well, 100%, right? And that's where they tried, but they didn't just stop Dude, at meth. It, it is a fucking fact that some of the care packages that our government has been sending in Ukraine, like for each soldier, yeah. there's meth in that thing. Oh, it, it may not be, it's amphetamine in the form of like a Ritalin or Adderall, but oh. it's, it's souped up. Woo-hoo! Yeah, be yeah. like, yeah, I can be up for seven fucking days straight. But that's what that's what they would do, right? Like they were trying to keep their soldiers to where they would be up for hours. And then of course, like, what's your next step? Like, okay, well, we make them strong, we make them more aware, we make them stay up for a long periods of time. What are we gonna do now? Oh, we make them not die. Like we want the brain to continue to work after it's been, you know, it's been shut down. So that's where like zombies like come into play like the undead and it's not necessarily the undead but but that's where all this stuff comes into play so you got to think about it man like all these like crazy like myths and stuff that we believe in man we've got all this like realistic things like going on so like if you don't believe it i'm not saying you're crazy but if you don't believe it like pick up a book read study something because like all these stories all these myths all these legends they have a very good chance of being close to real and dude nothing is more i don't think anything is more realistically terrifying than the opening scene of last of us the tv show when it aired dude yeah dude that was incredible yes 
That was very moving. And, I mean, that is exactly what – I mean, okay, let's just go back to 2019 for a second when people were talking about COVID, right? And then 2020 COVID hits. Remember all the pandemonium? Right. I mean, that we were under the impression that there were just going to be people just falling over dead. Mm-hmm. And then it, it kind of felt like that last of us kind of thing to where it was just a normal day. And I was I was going by to see so-and-so, and then I'm making my way home. Well, well, Dad didn't make it home. And I wake up the following morning, and the entire world had turned on itself, and nothing is normal. You know? It's like, yeah, perfect open. Perfect. But, dude, like, you know, when that guy was talking about the the different types of like fungi and fungus and everything and how it does all this it actually exists but it does but like at at the moment but i hear they're playing with it yeah at the moment it like it does it to beetles yeah have you seen like the zombie beetles yeah it does like that thing is just a hus like picture like a cicada like when it Mm -hmm. it's it's literally that you can see its insides as it's moving around and they Mm -hmm. call it a zombie beetle and it's ate up with that fungus and he's like Can that transmit over to humans? Currently, no. But if we if we played with it in the lab, maybe we could make it a chimera to where it could. Exactly. Another weird phenomenon, like chimeras. Yeah. Those mythological things, like what is that? Like chimera, what is that? That's not like Norse. No, that's Greek, and that's like the like a flame flame. <sighs> Half dragon dog, kind of half dragon lion dog, or something. It's a weird mix. But uh, yeah, those things were always pretty dope to think about. Fast, big, aggressive. I can't remember which. uh, I can't remember the the title of the video game, but uh, you were basically a demon slayer. It was an open world, and I don't even remember the point of the game. Not Dark Souls. No, 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 no. It wasn't Dark Souls. Uh. It was like, it had something to do with the kingdom. Like, the kingdom was in the name of it. I don't even remember the point of the game. Like, I never played the game. All I did was just run around and killing shit. Like, and, you know, force you to do enough missions and things so you could upgrade your weapon to where you could actually kill a dragon. But other than that, I was just off wondering. You know, it's like... I mean, what's everybody's run time when they play Skyrim? I think, like, if you sit down and beat the campaign, I think it's like a, what is it, like 60-odd hours is what it takes to go through. I'm but, not even sure. But, like, if you looked at anyone who Challenge sat down with accepted. Skyrim, it was probably, like, they probably have over 100 hours on that game. And they spent probably 80 of it dicking the fuck off. Like, they were in every cavern, cavern cave splunking, uh they would save their game and then they would kill the entire town just because they got upset. Then reload and start over like it never happened. And uh, did you see like all the AI with it now? Like uh, where we are, this is kind of crazy. Like I don't know if it's uh, VR or how it works with maybe just a headset, but the new Bethesda, and I, it may work with Skyrim now, but you can talk through your microphone through an RPG like that and the NPC will engage you. Get out of town. Yes. That's that's what? that's where we're headed with gaming. Hello, traveler. Yes. And it's, dude, will you get out of my way? 
Make me. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Like, I wonder how that's going to play, like, into more modern slang when you have games like that. Grand Theft like, Auto. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like games like Skyrim, it's like, hello, traveler. Yeah. Would you like to look at my wares? Man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like, what did you say to me? <laughs> Would thou engage in a duel? <laughs> no, I have a sword. Yeah. You, like, ha- you have a broom. You know, like, can you imagine, dude? But you know what? I just saw something on Facebook. Facebook earlier about you can create your own personalized AI that basically can like have a conversation for you. Yeah. It, it's your voice. It's you. It's things you would say. It's your opinions. It's everything else. But it's like talking okay. for you. I have, I have. I get lost in this rabbit hole. It's one of my favorite things to do. Like if I can't sleep, I pull up YouTube. Yeah. And you're talking about. Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, like anybody who has spoken enough on the internet to where it's recorded, and they are literally making these people have like conversations with themselves that never existed. Oh yeah, dude. Like, I a- watched I watched Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and Barack Obama rate their favorite halos. Yeah, so Crack, a, cracking my ass up, dude. There's a Twitch a stream, uh, a gamer stream, and they do all the presidents. Yeah, they do. That's every. They play Call of Duty. And yeah, they do that. yeah. yeah they, they play Minecraft together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't you go in the White House? Yeah, he's like Minecraft. They actually built the White House. Yeah, and yeah. saw that. And yeah. so, like, dude, it's it's gonna be scary. Like thinking about Facebook like that. Let's say, uh, you know, and we're we're almost there, but. Man, grandma passed away, but you have all of her Facebook posts, and like, so the algorithm or the AI knows the way that she thought about things, and if it has her voice, you'll be able to talk to yeah, uh, kind of a holographic state of your grandmother, or maybe you could text it. Yeah, I can see that, but, but you know what? Though? It's kind of dystopian, but like, if your mind space is there, and you miss it, like, it probably would comfort you. They kind of already have that, in a sense, because like there are like apps out there now where, like, for example, Snapchat has adapted to this AI platform where uh, you can use AI for Snapchat. You literally can have a conversation with AI about anything. And it's just, and it's like, you know, we used to play around with it in high school when Siri became a thing, right? Like, but now it's more developed, and like there's literal apps out there now specifically for conversation so for example um if you're having any kind of mental health problems right you need a therapist or something like that there's literally an ai that you can talk to um there's sex bots yeah literally you that, can, i was like, about to go there you can have uh, sex bots sex bots are gonna put like your only fans or even porn stars out of business because like you will literally be able to put like a vr headset on and like you, you'll be able to just imagine and be like, this is what I want. I want me a 5'8", uh, Asian, uh, big old booty, big old boobs. And uh, I want it from, I want to get it from the back. Yeah. And like, you, you'll walk in on, you, on your little brother and he's just going to pound town well, like in his mind. What I'm saying though is, is like there's already stuff that exists. Like you can have conversations with whatever your fancy is yeah. at this point in time. So like all they have to do is essentially mesh, you know, visual with, you know, 
what's the written word and everything else and like what they're doing out there with like CGI and everything else and VR and everything like all they have to do is mesh these worlds together and you're going to get I mean that experience is literally right over the horizon whether it be you know people living in that what's that movie Ready Player One yeah right like you want to be you know you're inversed in the game or whatever but then think about it like this think about that movie Gamer remember that movie Gamer not so much, not so much. Uh, I mean, think about all those Black Mirror episodes that you yeah. just like. Oh, dude, well, look at check this out. But dude, we're like, on the we're on the cusp. <laughs> think about it though, like how that you know with the with the evolution of like medicine and technology. Just think about what we're talking about right now. Think about taking this AI based reality with VR and everything else. Mixing that with some hallucinogens and some drugs, and then taking a convicted criminal, throwing him into this like soundproof room, throwing these, gluing these freaking VR goggles on him or whatever, doping his ass up, and then having him think that he's done 20 years. Yeah. Meta prisons, meta jails. No, let's or, we'll call them dog prisons because everything moves like dog years. Right. Yeah. Or 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 even that. Like think about think about things that. I mean, what the hell would that do to your mind? If, like, let's say, let's say, in reality, you did a six month or let's let's okay, it was a ten year it was a ten year sentence. But like you're saying, but in reality, you only served a month. But. You didn't know any better, and on your release, you'd be like, "I wonder if like, like, is your brain gonna be older, or like, will you fit? Like, what is that gonna do? Because like, I was living in this, I I was in isolation for ten years. You can't tell me different. You look at a calendar, everybody is no, you were only awake. What? Think about it like this, okay? People that are on life support, right? You can mesh that together, right? And look, I get it. I understand people have beliefs. You know, when me and Voldemort were, you know, a thing, like we talked about that whole pulling the plug scenario. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know, right? Because, like, we all have an expiration date, right? Yeah. And, like, every day is your dance with that expiration date, right? Yeah. So, you know, if it's if, yeah. if if cancer was supposed to kill me and I'm on life support and I'm barely hanging on, why not extend me out as far as I can go? Right? All you're doing is 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 it, right, but what I'm saying is is I can get the the other side of that, you know, the suffering and the longing and the family. But the, the point I'm trying to make is is like imagine thinking about that, right? Like thinking about it from that side like the suffering. What if you take this new AI-based reality and all this other stuff, and you dope these people up. And I don't mean that in a, in a funny way. I mean that, but like you do put them on this stuff, and you put them in this VR-based reality, and they're re- they're able to relive their years, their golden years, or they're able to relive, or they're able to live a new life or a new experience. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy where we're going. It's crazy. It's like. It's it's there. It's we're Dude, on the cusp not, of it. I'm not even thinking like life support. I'm thinking about someone who may be 
like mid-30s, maybe approaching 40s, and maybe they think they're an absolute loser. I think they would definitely sign off on like a virtual reality to where they could actually pursue and live the life. Like, and let's we say, harvest their organs. Yeah. But yet, you know, somehow, you know, they're. I know that sounds crazy. Yeah, they're they're in the VR and like they're they wanted to be a rock star and they're living that in on that virtual reality. But like in reality, like you said, maybe there's something really dystopian happening to their physical self. Yeah, we're we're harvesting their organs, like we're using their bodies as blood pumps. You know, we're doing something yeah. like that. Like we're, you know. Because that's the thing, right? Like some some new project, you know. Exactly, dude. Like I mean, you think about it like this. Think about think about this. Think about this. Think about we're talking about a lot of this. What's the most craziest drug that everybody out there talks about? DMT, right? What does the human body do? Naturally, the brain produces it two times in your life. So they say. But what if you had a bunch of people? That were like that. That were just like, I'm done with life. I want to do this. Bloop. You put them in this reality-based thing, and then, boom, DMT farms all day long. And you sure. make them repetitively, or your meta prisons. You literally hook them up to these machines that literally make them like face life and death situations. Like So they're constantly just... And they're dropping. Dude, I'm telling you, like... Yeah. My mind. I watched too much Black Mirror go. Like, I'm just, but. I don't think we're far off. Or, dude, we're uh, and I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if it's already been happening. It's crazy. It's 2024, bro. It's 2024. I'm sorry. Well, Whoops. We're on the Well, welcome to the future. Well, this episode cannot drop until January 1st. Happy New Year. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome. We're yeah. one year older. We're from the future. Uh, sorry, we came down here because uh, we had to win. Our band had to win you know, this concert. Uh, yeah, rock thought, contest. Hope you enjoyed everything we did last year. We were we were already in the future, yeah. and now we're back. Yeah, well, so, uh, the only difference between uh, you and us is uh, what you call the future, we call the present, and so you're kind of behind. Yep. But we're here to catch up. Yep. So just big news. <laughs> but yeah, dude. I mean, like we're we're literally we're we're there. We're there. It's just. I think we're at that point of of like our I don't know like our timeline where like greed and like we're just so worried like right now like with everything that's going on like uh with Russia and everything like everybody's scared that Russia's going to use nukes and like I mean let's be honest the world the universe everybody together collectively as a whole if we wanted to like all group together and stomp a mud hole in Russia, we could do it. But what stops that? Greed. China wants this. Japan wants this. Korea wants this. Iran wants this. Everybody wants something. U.S. wants something. Mm-hmm. Why have we not, after... I'm 31 years old, right? In 31 years, how come there's not a, a thousand-foot wall built... Across the U.S.-Mexican border. It could have been done in 31 years, I would think. I mean, hey, how long did it take them to build the wall of China? I have no idea. All I'm saying is, is everybody wants something, you know, like, everybody needs something. We're in that state of our timeline where greed is is power. It's king. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, like, 
that's where you got people like Elon Musk that comes in and like changes the game. Yeah, love him or hate him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I honestly, I mean, I think that's, I think in some future, whether that be 10 years from now, whether that be two years from now, whether be, I think you will see Elon Musk as a world leader in some capacity. I think he's already a world leader in no, some no, no, capacity. No, 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 no. Well, I, I do too, but I mean, like, like, not in, not behind, you know, walls or anything. Like, yeah. it'll be out in the open. You know what I mean? I mean, he might he might be the the guy that colonizes Mars or you know, whatever. I mean, that's his passion right now. It's like he wants to get off this off this planet. But yeah, dude, totally. Uh, well, dude, we've been uh, we're uh, at the hour and ten marker. I think I was gonna sit on this episode. But uh, I think I'm going to try to drop it on Friday. I think this is going to be called Freaky Friday. Yeah. I mean, we literally, we were like bored at the house. Riffing. And we, were like, we were like, let's just rip one out real quick and throw one out there. But I think we had a lot of like really cool stuff to talk about. I it's I, th- I thought it was fun. It's funny. It's, it's uh, like, man, who doesn't like a good like. You know, like you opened up with the story about the fourth floor at the W, and the next thing you know, it's like we're three-legged lady road, monkey man. Yeah, well, Elon Musk yeah. is gonna be the next supreme leader. <laughs> and this is and weird. we're we're from the future, so yeah, we would we would know. Yeah, so uh, yeah, you gotta catch up. Uh, yeah, dude, cool. Uh, good episode. Yeah, bro. Uh, Code red, everybody. Adios. Bet 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.